just ate this bomb ass tomato. It's so good and firm and juicy and firm and juicy. If y'all would have heard the name, the way that I was eating that tomato, you would thought I was trying to make a mukbang. <laughs> Idea number thirty-six. I'm just joking. I do not have an OnlyFans. Okay. So this episode, I want to talk about gathering people politely and professionally, possibly, in a work atmosphere. Okay? And this can also work with clients. Don't take it personally, all right? But there is a way to talk to people in a professional setting that some people are completely clueless about. If you go on Clubhouse, people are professionally gathering people off stage and moderators are very rude because they don't know how to put professionally ask someone to not share something right now or wrap it up. And I think there are phrases that can help not have conflict. And there are words that do not need to be used to start conflict. And I'm just going to go over some of them. So that is what today's episode is. We are wrapping up February. Okay. I hope February has been good to you guys. (sighs) I've just been over here trying to balance working for other people versus working for Chantal. And it is just... Mm. how can I work for other people while working for myself? Finding all the balance in that is very interesting, but I got a good show for you guys. So let's get into the show. And we're back. All right, y'all. So there are certain words in the word bank of professionalism that you should be using with the people you work with, okay? And some of these words have goals, okay? And they have phrases that go with the verbiage, okay? So the first word we have is clarity. There are certain phrases that you put together to get clarity out of people for what they mean. Two, resolve. If you're looking to resolve a situation or a problem, there are certain words you put together and there are certain words you do not use. Three, calm. There's a certain way to speak to someone to calm them down and not rile them up. Four, emotional check. If you feel like you need to get an exact, direct temperature of how somebody is feeling, there is a phrase that you can word a certain way in order to test if like, you know, they're upset or they're sad or they're over it instead of you just assuming that that's what they're giving off, right? You can ask a direct question. Five, thanks. If you're appreciating anything or you're thankful for something, don't say unless you really appreciate it or you're really thankful. But there's a phrase or phrases that you can use to show that that's what you mean. Six, support. Okay, that's a big one especially in the workplace. Seven, assistance, okay? I feel like this should be self-explanatory, but some people are slow, okay? Eight, help, 
okay, if somebody needs help, there's a certain way to ask them if they need help and not make them feel small or less than or dumb. Nine, acknowledgement. Sometimes people just get pissed off in the workplace because their efforts are not acknowledged by anybody and people just act like the way that they go above and beyond, that's what they're supposed to do and that's not the usual case, okay? 10, understanding. The whole reason why I'm doing this episode is so (laughs) people can get understanding of how to talk to people in a professional setting. All right, so let's use these phrases and let's get these words of politely gathering people. All right, so if you wanted some clarity, you probably would say something like this. Help me better understand, okay? I think that's a great phrase to use if you want some clarity from what someone is saying or trying to say. If you would like some more clarity, you can say, can you elaborate? Can you give me some more details on that? Okay, that's a nice way of saying it. Instead of you saying, what you talking about? That don't make no sense. What you talking about? Wait, like that's better. Okay, that's a better way to say that. All right, so if you want to resolve a problem or a situation, you can say something like this. Let's work together to figure this out. It shows that you're not putting blame on anybody. It shows that you're willing to help. And it just shows that, okay, I'm ready to calm the situation by finding a way that this will no longer be an issue. Okay? All right. Um, If someone is bringing up something that's off topic that you really don't want to talk about at the moment, you can politely say, would you like to talk about this a bit more later? It's either a yes or no that they can give you, okay? But you don't have to say, hey, we're not talking about that. Shut up. Or uh, you're completely off topic and you don't have to dismiss them, but that's a nice way of inviting them for a discussion later about what they want to talk about, right? All right, so to calm somebody, you might say something like this. Let's take a break and come back to this. And, um, you know... We'll meet in like five or we'll meet in 10 or 15. All right. So the last one (laughs) that I went over before I made a mess at my desk was um, let's take a break and come back is a good way to keep someone um, calm or sense that, you know, somebody is super aggressive when they don't need to be and come back to a discussion. Also, If someone is talking super off topic and that's not what you want to talk about at the moment, you can say, would you like to talk a bit later about about that? Or would you like to talk um, a bit later about what what you want to do or what you're confused on? But for right now, this is what we're focusing on. So people don't feel dismissed, right? Um. You can also say this, if there is confusion, I see that we have a difference of opinion because a lot of times that's what it is. It's not, you know, you're wrong, you're dumb, you're stupid, I'm smarter than you. It's, we have a difference of opinion. This is why I think this, but I do value your perspective. Done, right? A way that you can show um, thanks 
and appreciation is thank you. I appreciate your feedback, even if you don't agree, right? It's just somebody taking the time out to share something with you, maybe that you asked for, you didn't ask for, but always say thank you, right? A way that you can do an emotional check, you can say something like this. I feel like this is a difficult time for you, whatever, right? But start it off where you're genuinely seeing someone's body language tell you something or their stance or the way that they're standing or the way that they're sitting tells you something. So you can say, I feel like um, this is hard for you or, you know, you might be taking this the wrong way and just go into whatever you're going into. Okay. It doesn't have to be fighting words. If you're looking to resolve an issue, you can say, what can we do to change the situation? You don't have to say, what can we do to change a problem? Because sometimes people don't see something as a problem. And if you say, what can we do to you know, change a problem? That means it will feel like you're pointing fingers. So what can we do to change the situation? What can we do to help the situation? Because you're coming into something as a helper, not a... Uh, drama slayer, <laughs> right? Um, if you want to phrase something in a way to acknowledge someone's efforts, you can say, I'm sorry, I wasn't aware of this. You know, you've been working on something, you had like zoning focus where you're just focused on that one thing that you got to do. So you cancel out everything else around you and something may be throwing someone completely off that's supposed to be working with you as a team or on a project and they can't complete their work because you're not seeing what the problem is. So saying, I'm sorry, I wasn't aware of this is honestly saying, I did not know this was happening. Like if I knew it was happening, I would have said something, I would have done something, or I would have spoke up, you know? To show support, you can say, I am with you on that. Even if you're not with them on that, okay? But sometimes, people just be wanting some backup without really having some backup, okay? They just want to know somebody hears them, sees them, feels them, okay? And I'm not telling you to touch each other, okay? Code of conduct. Um, if someone needs help, you can say, how can I help you? Genuinely, not, how can I help you? Like, you interrupted me. Like, how can I help you? Is there something I could do? Um, if you have any questions, you could come to me. If you have any questions, uh, go to uh, Roger or go to uh, Samantha. You know what I'm saying? Or go to Neat. Neat's desk down there. She got all the answers, you know? Or my go-to, Sean. Hey, Polo King. Um, someone that's very resourceful can also be like your go-to helper person if they want to. Another one for clarity. So that we're clear, you're saying... X, Y, and Z and reiterate what you heard. That way people have a chance to clear something up. If I get it wrong, people have a chance to uh, say something different. And it does, doesn't feel like I'm assuming something or I'm telling you that you're saying something completely different from what I heard. To assist, you may say something like, I need a bit more information. Is there someone that can tell me a bit more? Uh, what do you know about X, Y, and Z? Uh, is there a place where I could get some more information? Like, don't 
make people feel like their I don't knows is like the final, the final place of getting some answers. Like maybe they can point you in the right direction. Maybe they can ask somebody. I don't like to say no to people if I know I have no one that I know can help them, right? So if I don't know something, I might say, let me find out. I'll get back to you in like 10 minutes. Let me call you back. Let me see if this person is available. You know, before I offer somebody, I like to see if they're available, if they do want to do it. I don't just like to throw people in the darkness of people. That makes sense. You can also say this if you have a difference of opinion. I understand your point. And you can go into whatever you want to go into, right? There is a certain way to talk to people in a professional setting where you don't have to be nasty. You don't have to be petty. You don't have to be condescending. You don't have to make people feel less than you. You don't have to be aggressive. But you have to choose your words wisely because that's the responsible thing to do. Because people are people before they are employees, managers, bosses, executives, CEOs, they're people. And you have to relate to people on a people level. Here are some things not to say. Yelling, cursing, no wonder why people hate you. That's why you ain't got in a workplace. Body language, don't walk up to anybody with your hands crossed. Unball your fist. Um, you know, if you can't sit still and that knee is going up and down, that's a clue that somebody is upset. You know, somebody go with them in the hallway, maybe go get a snack. Let's go downstairs in the elevator. Do you need more coffee? Like, are you a diabetic? Like, you don't know what that is about, but we are smart enough to read body language. Is it a squirrel? Like, no, we are smart enough to read body language, right? So I think if we are more aware and honest about what we're here to do in a professional workplace, I think things will run a bit smoother. And also don't assume someone can't, won't, or don't want to if they never said they don't want to, right? So be nice, be direct, but you don't have to be a dick, okay? This is how you politely gather people, right? Don't take it personally, but there's a better way to say what you want to say. Peace.